Hey y'all, welcome to the Center of the Saint. I'm Alyssa Bell. And I'm Allison Payne. And we are doing a new podcast today. We're kind of still in the same vein that we have been for the past couple weeks. How do you live a life that brings light into this world? How do we not succumb to the darkness around us? <laughs> do not go to the dark side. You know, I think it's really good because we hear all the time what we shouldn't do. Right. Right. We know not to do this. But tell me, what does this look like in my everyday life? And what can I do? Yeah. Not what I shouldn't, but what can I do? Yeah. So in 1 Thessalonians 5, um, actually this, Allison didn't know this, but this is my favorite part of this verse. Um, It says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in all circumstances. Woo, that's a tough one. Tough pill to swallow. It is. um, honest. But it's so freeing. So freeing. Um, I remember for years and years, I was praying for the same thing over and over and over again. And um, I, I didn't rejoice always. Mm-hmm. I prayed without ceasing, but I was not rejoicing. was not rejoicing in the sorrows. I was not rejoicing in, you know. And God is good whether your life right now is good or not. Right. Um, and then the giving thanks in all circumstances. Huh. Sometimes it sounds a little tongue-in-cheek when I say it. right you know like we're human after all right just thinking about you know last week or the week before we were talking about um thanking god for circumstances that are in our lives like give thanks and all sort of thank you god that this person has brought me to your word so i did not kill them today right (laughs) (laughs) so sometimes my give thanks in all circumstances sounds a little bit like that but um i think when you get into a habit of doing that there is always something to be thankful for. There there really always is. Yeah. I mean, we wake up breathing. Right. Be thankful for that. You know, we wake up and we can see. If you can see things, you know, my, my dad is 91 and he's over the past year really been losing his eyesight. He can't even tell mm. when we walk in the door uh, who it is. And, you know, it's really made me think a lot because he's expressing it. And like, this is just terrible, you know, because yeah. he's been able to see, you know, really, I mean, he was a fighter pilot. Wow. <laughs> he used to fly through the mountains, you know, um, under the cover of bullets and darkness. And, and so it's really hard for him. And he's able to verbally express that. And it's made me so thankful for my eyesight recently. And so it's, you know, it's funny the things we don't often think about our senses, but the fact that I can feel the touch of a hug now mm-hmm. after not being able to hug people for so long because of the coronavirus, you know, being able to hug another person, you know, there there are so many little things that we should treasure on yeah. a daily basis. Mm. Um, this title that you originally had for this um, particular session was blueberry or cherry pie and so i thought if we're gonna talk about pie <laughs> we should have some it's gotta be good right <laughs> so i i kind of want to hear where you were going with that there was this um amazing group of women that i was friends with uh, we homeschooled together this was years ago uh, and we had a little function i love having people over you know to my house and um one of my gifts other than encouragement is hospitality so we had uh, a friend who had been craving blueberry pie I mean, for some reason, this was her thing. So she had stopped by Whole Foods, which is really near my house, and she had bought she bought a pie, and it said blueberry pie on it. Mm. Um, and so we were all kind of getting excited because she was so excited. Yeah. So I was like, woohoo! I think I even had you know whipped cream and anyway. Um, 
we cut into the blueberry pie, and it's not blueberry, it's cherry. <laughs> oh, wow, what a downer. What? What? I mean, even we were like, what? Are we crazy? And we even, I mean, the sign on it, you know, the little sticker, uh, blueberry pie. And so, I mean, our friend was so disappointed that one of our other friends actually snuck out of the house and went around back around the corner to Whole Foods to get her a real blueberry pie. So we had blueberry and cherry. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cause she was like, no, don't do that. It's fine. But uh, there really isn't, they're, they're not the same. I'm not a big cherry pie fan anyway, but there was this, um, just an amazing woman there. And she was like, you know, I know that God is going to teach me something through this blueberry and cherry pie thing. Hmm. And I love that because I'm always looking for ways that God is teaching me through everyday ordinary things. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, I don't know what it is yet. Just stay tuned and I'm going to let you know. (laughs) And so we were all just kind of like, she just put it out there. And, um, as promised the very next day, sorry about those dogs in the background. If you can hear them, (sighs) she sent us this in an email. And she said, this is what the Lord taught me. Sometimes we are looking forward to and planning on the blueberry pie. Basically what we want for Mm -hmm. our children or our lives or our situation. But God is busy at work making them cherry pie. Mm -hmm. What he plans for our lives, our children, our situation. Rest in knowing that either outcome is very sweet, but how pleasing it must be for him to relish that cherry pie. And I just have always loved that. And I love, you know, listening to you tell the story, and I was sitting there thinking, if you all had been part of the excitement of blueberry pie, was the excitement around the blueberry pie. Yeah. Like, because you were, like, getting geared up with blueberry pie. That was our dream, man. That was our plan. But cherry pie is good, too. If you guys had dreamed of cherry pie, it would have been just as exciting. It was still dessert, let's be honest. And Mm -hmm. I was still going to eat the cherry pie even though it wasn't my favorite. Right. I'm still going to enjoy it. I just love, you know, how sweet is our God to keep playing on sweet. But I, I just, it just reminded me that so often we make our own plans. Mm-hmm. And we have a certain, I'm super guilty of this, you know, in my life. I have a, a way that I want things to go. I see this trait in my daughter. You know, I have a plan. I have a way things, I want things to work out and an order for things and a checklist. And when something throws that off kilter, I can get really down and disappointed. But it doesn't mean it's wrong and it's Mm -hmm. not good and it's not, you know, it doesn't. And my way isn't the best way. I mean, God has thrown me off my own plan and given me a crazy better outcome than I could have ever imagined. And it's still incredible. But it's remembering that in that moment of the deflection Mm -hmm. and of the change of what I thought was going to be right to still praise him Mm. in the middle of that. Thank you, for the cherry pie. Right, right, right. I, you know, I kind of say it's like when our plans don't al- align with God's answers. Mm. You know, because I'll pray, God, I really want this to happen, whatever it may be. You don't get to determine how God's going to make that happen. Right. That's part of the goodness of God. Because let's be honest, if I got to carve the path, that I think I should go with my very small brain and my very small comprehension of 
God's goodness, right? It'd probably be a pretty ordinary path. It would just cruise along. It might even go straight. I don't know if my path would ever go straight, but let's be (laughs) honest. Um, It looks very different, but God has such a better perspective of everything that's happening, not only in our lives, but in the people around us. And I love when you can look back. When you've received cherry pie and you thought you were getting blueberry pie, Mm -hmm. but you can see all the ingredients that made that cherry pie, and it is so much grander than what the blueberry pie was made out of. So if I take you a little deeper into this story, Uh the amazing thing, and this all just points to the Lord, um, the amazing thing about this story and the the message that she received from the Lord is all the women who were here were from our homeschooling group. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma, we had pulled her out for fifth grade, and my, my thought process in that was get her through middle school and then send her to high school um, because I, because personal middle school experience for me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, nobody knew what had the conversation that had occurred between my daughter and I earlier Mm. the day before, but Emma had decided to go back. She wanted to attend middle school. Oh. And I was I was physically ill at that time. Wow. Um, I just was so in turmoil. And it wasn't because, you know, of her. It was because of my own experiences, and I just was so taken aback. And I just remember um, she lost a friend to cancer uh, mm. when she was eight years old. As uh, I may have mentioned in previous Your podcasts. Your daughter did. Yes. Yep. Emma, my daughter. And so she uh, suffered from some anxiety, obviously, for <laughs> a few years after that. Because, you know, it's kind of a crazy thing for an eight-year-old to go through. We had prayed for five years that this child, that God would release her from her anxiety. Mm. And what happened was... That year of homeschooling, that end of that summer, she said to me in a Dollar Tree, Mm. (laughs) she said, Mom, I have to tell you something. She said, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I want to go to middle school. Mm. She said, I want to know that I can do it myself. That if someone does something mean to me, I can stick up for myself. That I can get in there and I can hang with all those older kids in middle school and I can do the work. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is an answer to prayer. An anxious child does not say those things. Mm -hmm. And so God had actually answered my prayers in a huge way, but not in the way I thought he was going to do it. How long did it take you to realize? So you have the conversation. Yes. You're not at peace with it. Next day you have pie. You're not connecting those two dots and you're still not at peace with it. And then I get this, this is how she interprets the cherry Mm. and the blueberry pie. Sometimes we're looking forward to and planning on the blueberry pie, but God is busy at work making them cherry pie. Mm. And none of them knew at that time what those words meant to me. Wow. But it was such an answer to prayer. Of course, I shared with them later. And Emma went on to middle school, and she thrived, and she had a wonderful middle school experience, you know. And it was great, and the Lord was all over it. But it was, God is so good. Mm -hmm. And so even in those crazy moments, you know, answer prayers and life circumstances just don't always look like 
what we thought they would mm. or what we thought they should or what we just want. But it doesn't mean that they're not going to be good mm-hmm. and that they're not going to turn out great. And so it's praising him in that moment. And this was such a sweet little just gift from heaven of encouragement and just a little a little manna. Dropped a little bread down mm-hmm. from heaven like, girl, just hang on. Just trust me. I'm in this. It may not be what it looked like in your mind, but this is a huge answer to prayer. and We're going to make this happen. It's really funny because I'm thinking about um, my controlling side. and I've gotten a little bit at it or I've gotten better at hiding it. I'm not really sure which one. I'm sure my kids would answer that loudly. Uh, <laughs> well, they're not your honesty. <laughs> and so just there are some things, you know, I'm a homeschool mom too. And so I think I pray a lot like, God, am I, you know, if you wanted them to go back to school, yeah, I would let them go back to school. But let me tell you, I'm not waiting for that answer. Mm. I'm moving on because we don't want to hear what he's got to say. Right, <laughs> right, right. That's kind of, I was like, what? And so you saying the story is just, you know, making me realize all the things that I supposedly pray for and rejoice and give things. But am I really giving my whole heart and am I coming truly open-handed? Mm. That's a good question. I, I don't know. I, I think, think for all of us. I think sometimes I'm holding on, like, real tight. Yeah. Like, God, you can take this away if you're stronger than my grip. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. It's so true. It's like, just to go to the Lord and say, your will be done. Mm. That's a scary thing. You know? That's a scary thing. Yeah. People say, you know, I'm going to pray for God's will. And I have some wise friends that say, don't you do that. I know. (laughs) I know, right? It's like, woo, be careful what you ask for. But, you know what, it's a crazy wild ride because I think about the fact that, you know, when my family moved to Texas, that is the last thing on the planet that I wanted, but that is the one thing my family needed, but nobody knew it. Right. From the outside, I think we kind of seemed like we had it all together. Even within our own walls, we felt like we were pretty much hitting all the marks, right? Mm -hmm. But little did we know that we were missing such glory in, in a freer life, but it took us uprooting from all of our regular everything that was good everything that we deemed good right and ripping us out of the normal for us to realign our thoughts and change the way we lived i became a stay-at-home mom for the first time and we were really good for what we had previously but we're so much better now <laughs> right it's and it's not as if what you had here was bad right you know like homeschooling emma wasn't bad and it's just that when we started i thought that that would be to get her through middle school. Yeah. And that was in my mind. And the Lord, obviously, he's like, she needs a year yeah. of nurturing so that she can blossom and bloom into this amazing young woman again, kind of who I saw when she was younger before, mm-hmm. you know, all that trauma happened of losing her friend. And it has been incredible to watch her grow in strength and in conviction and in truth. Um, I mean, I'm not saying she's perfect, but right. girlfriend is not scared to share her opinion, you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> and that wasn't that she had lost that mm. due to fear and anxiety, you know, mm-hmm. and so the Lord's plan so much better, but it put a screeching halt to where I thought we were going. Yeah. And it was really hard to put that down 
I'm not kidding. I had about a week of a stomach ache and nausea. I was physically ill, and I, I literally, I mean, I was i was not going to go against it. I knew that she was supposed to go. She wanted to go. The Lord obviously wanted her to go. Um, but I had to come to terms with it, and it wasn't easy. Yeah, and that's when you... I was letting go, but he oh. was, like, prying, you know, <laughs> it was like, off, yeah. each finger, one by one, slowly. And He's then... like, Allison, is this Gorilla Glue in your palm? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> what in the world? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, wait, one more two, one more two. The thumb is the last one standing. But, you know, in letting that go, it, I think, you know, each time that I've done that in my life and I've relinquished control and let, given him my fear, it has taken my faith and my trust in him mm -hmm. to a deeper level that I would have never been able mm -hmm. to grasp just reading the word, you know, of God. Or I have experiencing those things and seeing him at work in it and that he's by my side and that his plan is amazing. Mm -hmm. I don't always agree with it and it's not always easy, it takes my faith to this different level every time that I could never do on my own. And yeah. in an easy way. Yeah, growing up in a situation where um, I felt like those that were in charge of me did not take care of me as they should. So I was going to take control of everything. And I did a very good job of it. Controlled every aspect of my life and then onto my children's lives. Um, gosh, it's exhausting. Oh, yeah. It's such an exhausting place to be. Uh, and not what a child should have to right. be in any way. Yeah, and then to subject my own children to that. And, um, you know, I apologize to my children for the way that I raised, and they understand that I didn't know what I didn't know kind of thing. But, um, you know, if I would have learned about God sooner, if I would have been able to experience God sooner and release a lot of that, you know, how much freer, how different would my children be? Uh, but the truth is, God knows where we're going to be at what time. He knows exactly when he's going to be revealed to us. And so um, don't ever think that you're so screwed up that you've screwed up God's plan for your life. Because uh, we're not as nearly that amazing, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He's so much bigger than we than we make ourselves out to be sometimes. And, you know, the, the beauty of that is, is that your children also get to experience. I mean, none of us are perfect parents. Um, we all have flaws. In different ways, but your children will get to experience what it means to offer that forgiveness and to grow in their faith and trust in the Lord as well. You know, they God will use their experiences and turn that around as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, one of my kids says, um, well, they don't know pre-Jesus, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we all start out somewhere, yeah. and it's never too late. It's never, ever too late for us to open the door to the Lord and to seek Him and to allow Him into our hearts to change us. And um, that's the beauty of His great love, um, that He's always there. He's on the sidelines, maybe. You know, He's not going to force a relationship, but He's there and He's waiting for us to call Him into our lives and to, to ask Him in. Um, but never forcing his way. He's not going to knock down the door, but he'll definitely keep knocking. And it's just that we need to answer. So how do you release that to God? Maybe that's for another podcast. I don't know. But, you know, 
what helped you release that besides a good piece of pie? Yeah, <laughs> besides her sweet words. Um, well, it took some time. It took a lot of prayer. I, I was I was doing what we talked exactly about today, yeah. focusing on all of the blessings and praising him in all circumstances, praising him for all the things he had done and praying without ceasing that he would be in every step as she entered into middle school, for going be before us and our family and her and choosing her teachers and the group that she would be in and her friends. And so I was praying without ceasing and I was praising him for the, all of the amazing things that he had blessed her with and us with. You know, it's funny, you were just saying that and I'm thinking, if we're writing down attributes, if we're, we're doing resumes, like let's put my resume down and then let's put God's resume down, I'm gonna be in God's corner. Like, let's let yeah. him make a plan for my life for and real. not me. And so, yeah, if it was up for a job interview, right? Um, I think that we're probably uh, not going to get the job. Yeah. So if we look at it fairly. And, and th- that requires you to know who God is. Yeah. That requires you to dig into God's word and see God's goodness and also be very present and aware of how God works in your life. Because if you're not taking the time to do that, you don't have a history that you think with God. Does that make sense? It does. And I think it's important to take the time and not dismiss or overlook his little nudges. His mm-hmm. like it would have been really easy for me to be so wrapped up in fear and anxiety about Emma's decision to miss the blueberry cherry pie. Yeah. You know, what she discovered, I could have easily dismissed that, but it wasn't it was an answer to prayer. It was a little gift from God that reminding me, I'm in this, I've got you. And our eyes and our hearts have to be open to recognize those things mm-hmm. when we're in these situations. We can't put on our blinders of fear and distrust and allow them to block the grace and love and gift of him showing up. She said that just for me, God. She didn't even know that she's speaking to me right mm-hmm. now, but that was so for me right there. Mm-hmm. I just went to church with Allison. <laughs> <laughs> So we hope you guys enjoyed this. I'm sure there are many others out there stories just like ours. We'd love to know them. Uh, and we'll talk next time. See you next week.